What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at OurLoneStar.com. We're hanging out here on this Monday afternoon coronavirus quarantine edition of Nerd Thug Radio. So that means Nico, DLG, and myself are here uh, via Anchor. Yep. What's up, buddy? Using the magic of the internet. That's right. Little brother on one end of the world, me on the other. And then we, we drill a hole through the world and we put a string between the two phones. Yep, that's how that works. That's right. So he's actually in China right now. Yeah, it's why it's super bad. That's why I'm stuck here. Yeah. God, that'd be weird if that worked. What, phone string? What was the movie where they did drill a hole through the world? Journey to the Center of the Earth? Oddly, no. Um, Total Recall? I don't know. Wait, yes. With Arnold? The, but the new one. Yeah, the, the new, new one, one with Colin Farrell. And they, they literally take like a, a, a lift underground yeah. and like it reverses a, gravity halfway through. Train. Yes. That movie made no sense. Yep. I'm just now thinking about it. And honestly, I don't know what happens in that movie. I think we saw it together. Yeah, I think we did too in the theaters, and I think we left going, ah, ha, 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 that was funny. But now that I'm thinking about it, like, what? Yeah. They drilled through the center of the earth. I don't even... I don't know. I don't even know anymore, man. Um. Yeah, so how you been, buddy? Anything new going on? Uh, no, just finally finishing up some of my classes for... Online school. Is, is this finals week? Uh, this this week coming up is finals week. So yeah, we we start on like tomorrow. That's exciting for you. I'm sure you're excited. I'm just happy to get these things over with. I've taken like a million tests online. It's just the worst. I you know I'm sometimes I like online, but you really have to be in a mental spot to do online work. Um, I basically did all of my online pre-cal, uh, in like a five day span, mm-hmm. um, at the end of the semester. And I don't recommend to anybody to do it that way. No, oh, yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah. It actually was super intense. I was like, I've got to finish 30 homework assignments, uh, 12 quizzes and four tests in the next like 72 hours. You're like, if everything is spaced out evenly, I have about 4.2 minutes to complete each one. <laughs> it was kind of like, like, it sort of was like that. Um, and I don't even remember how I got it all done. Um, I, I too have been to the 100 math homework assignments in a very short did mine in three days, and it was like 40 assignments or something like that. That was also terrible, I would not recommend it. I all I remember coming into the final, knowing the final is twenty percent. Uh, I already had X amount of points on everything else. Uh, I already was going to pass, but I needed to not get a D. So I needed to get like at least twenty, like twenty four points on the final or something like that, mm-hmm. like to 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 get to a C. And so like I hammered the first like two pages of the final, and then after that it was just like I it doesn't matter like. 
The rest of this is irrelevant. <laughs> I don't recommend taking a class that way. No, uh, like you, like you have to have some real patience for online class. We have to want to be there. Like that's just really what it boils. You have to want to be there. And if you don't want to be there, the online class is not going to work. Like you're, it's not going to happen for you. Nope. 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 Were we losing you? No. No. Oh, okay. It sounded like you were like turning into a frog for a second. It's because I am part frog. I knew that actually. I knew that about you. Uh, I've met uh, Uncle Toadie in the Wet Sprockets, so <laughs> I knew that. You already knew that one. You are twelve percent frog. It's true. Distant part of the family. Not unwelcome. Yeah, though. yeah. They're not. They're not direct. But they're there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> stupid. So I've been watching a ton of Netflix. As you do in a quarantine. I'm like, but like, I'm past watching all the stuff that I'm supposed to watch, and now I'm watching weird stuff. All right. Weird stuff on Netflix. So yesterday I watched The Siege of Jeddaville. All right. It's some sort of info. some sort of Netflix action movie about the UN peacekeeping mission to uh, the Republic of Congo, oh, and really? they sent they sent sixty Irish soldiers to defend this outpost in the middle of nowhere. Okay, mm-hmm. and when they get there, like there's not enough provisions, there's not enough food, there's not enough ammo. Uh, the building is dilapidated and broken down, so like they have to dig trenches. Um, they're trying to get ready for everything. Um, and then what happens in the Congo is so crazy that the mining company hires a thousand mercenaries to go kill the 60 Irishmen. So it's a 60 versus 1,000, like, epic like, grand like battle? Like, in a battle. Yeah. But miraculously by the end of it no one from the Irish contingent dies the little sergeant guy this is the first time this unit has seen combat and he does a really good job of keeping everybody alive Um, and eventually they just exhaust all of their ammunition Uh and they literally have no more weapons nothing but it's a five day siege that they survive that's impressive um, and so, like, there's no one in the film you recognize. There's no one in the movie who's supposed to be famous. It's very poorly done. <laughs> um, but it's like a new movie from Netflix. And it turns out it's based on a, uh, a true story. At the end of the, I'll go ahead and spoil it because I don't care. Um, spoilers, I guess. And so at the end of it, they do, they do in fact surrender. But and then they spend thirty days locked up in a Congo prison, and then they're negotiated for and released back to Ireland. But when they land, the Irish are mad at them for surrendering because it made the whole situation complicated, and it made the Irish and the UN look weak. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he gets told that, the commanding officer just punches his boss in the face because you've just survived five day siege with sixty people. Right. And nobody and so, died. Nobody died. And so 
they in finally in 2005 this is 1960s when it happens and they're like disgraced the whole time well then in 2005 they actually get a commendation and an honor from both Ireland and the UN oh yeah nice reparations 40 years later and so the movie like tells their story about how they they really did deserve to be honored but they, they you know because of the situation weren't again proving that the 60s is the worst era ever it definitely is an odd time where like it's almost like people still thought government was perfect and therefore people make poor decisions in the attempt to uphold that false idea I mean they're coming the heels of like the great expansions of the 50s World War II era, and then in the 60s when we're like getting into the communism wars here. And then also everyone's under the impression that that was the war to end all war, there'll never be war again, blah blah blah. So everyone's doing everything they can to try and maintain a peace that doesn't really exist. Right, and then all the wars that are after that are all like gruesome and awful. Right, and they're they're also not in a traditional war sense like it was in the yeah, it's just kind of a it's just as odd, isn't it? Like it's just weird. Yeah. But um Yeah, Siege of Jeddetsville is what it's called or something like that. Anyway, it's not that great. It's not good. I mean it wasn't terrible, but like, you know, wasn't the best hour and a half of my life. Yeah, that's fair. Um I didn't watch the movie going. I'm so glad I saw that. So, it is what it is. What it is. Um, I just think some things don't need to get made into stories and movies. But I also think that now there's so much competition that like you got to reach into like really obscure stuff now. Well, if, I think sometimes if they think that even if there's a chance it'll be good. They're like, yeah, we'll do it. Well, I feel like... Like, the guy Richie King Arthur probably didn't need to be made. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, that was, like, that was marketed to hell, too. Well, and it was very weirdly done. Like, it felt like it had weird magic stuff in it or something. Well, the story of King Arthur, like, depending on which one you go with, is, like, either super full of magic or super, super weird and boring. That's true. This one's both, though. Yes. They were like, what if we went in the middle and it just terrible? Right, yeah. And then, like, like it's like got it's the, either, it's got Charlie. It's either like fun times, wizards, and swords given to by magical ladies, or a guy existed and was killed by his son. <laughs> like, yeah, they're all, they're all odd. Just, I don't know. That one was even weirder. There were like war elephants and stuff like that, and magical things. Like it was an odd war elephants. It just was a weird, weird movie. Just a weird movie. Um, I guess we can go ahead and announce the winner for the contest this week. Ooh. Um, we had it, we didn't do video of it, so we need to start doing video of these. But um, 
Donald Williams was the only one who entered the Hero Picks contest, so he automatically won that. Nice. That just shows you that it pays to play, guys. <laughs> uh, but he also he was randomly selected to win the Free Marines pizza. Hey. So, so that's kind of neat. So he won two because one he actually did win, and one he was the only entry. So let's get let's get everything going. Let's get the entries going. The contests are starting over this week, and we're adding in another contest as well. Um, we'll post the pictures of the prizes uh, tomorrow, uh, today on the Facebook page this evening. But basically, there's going to be three contests going on this week. You can win a free, large, up to three toppings or specialty pizza from Marini's Pizza right here in Conroe for pickup or delivery. Um, you also can win three Ellie Hero Clicks. Or you can also win a Marvel uh, fun little keyring thing. Um, all of those are going to be possible to win by screenshotting us that you're pushing the subscribe button right there on your iTunes podcast playlist or on any other iTunes pod or any other podcast player. That's all you need to do. A screenshot of you subscribing to our show on one of the podcast services is an entry. And every screenshot's another entry. So subscribe away, my friends. Subscribe and review away. Well, except reviews, but not every site does reviews is what I was noticing. Yeah, this first not every, everyone does reviews, but Apple does. Uh, so feel free to subscribe and or review. And if you want to do both, that's two entries. Um, but so there's three different opportunities for you to win some prizes. Um, we're going to reach out to Donald Williams uh, before this show goes to air so he'll know it's, that he has won something. Friend of the show, too. Friend of the show, Donnie Utah. Uh, it just pays to play, man. Pays to play. We're going to give you free stuff. We like exactly. you. Exactly. Um, we're going to, we got a lot going on this week. It's been, uh, we'll go ahead and do Adventure Begins here, I suppose. Uh, gaming is slowly coming back. Adventure Begins has announced that they are open for business. They're going to be minding the 25% rule, um, and they're allowing casual gaming to begin again uh they're not going to be hosting events necessarily just yet but they've got every other table open they're going to space the tables out so that you're not crowding people who you don't associate with in an effort to try and aid in social distancing um but you can go in there and get your game on reach out and hang out and play with some different people um it's time to start getting back to normal and i think this is part of that process just um being able to go and get your game on is going to help a lot of people kind of feel a little bit better about everything. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is fantastic. So make sure – that's right. So make sure to get out there to Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More right there on 1488. Clean, well-lit, family-friendly, great staff, great people. Um, and just remember to just be supporting locals this time as everybody comes back and everything kind of gets put back together. These are the people that need our help the most, and these are people who deserve our help. Um so let's just help local and be local and just be mindful of local business. Um, but yeah, so get out there to the adventure begins, comics, games, and more. We got a lot going on this week, man. I've got uh, I've got two interviews locked in. Um, we're going to be talking to Barry Lamanac later this week, and we're also going to be talking to that um, that OnlyFans girl. I don't know what she what name she wants me to call her, so I'm trying not to call her anything yet. The mechanic um, one. The mechanic girl who now went viral on BuzzFeed and we're going to kind of talk to her about just that whole process. So those interviews though are going to post this week probably individually and then we'll probably have a like a small segment with both of them 
in the Friday episode of Nerd Thug Radio. And, um, yeah, so have you kind of been can, seen anything interesting, anything going on, Jiren, you've been looking out for? I have absolutely no idea what that means, but there is a few things that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, notably, Netflix, uh, a little late for me, because, you know, Houston's over starting its very opening up process. Is uh, added a ton of new stuff that just like specifically caters to me. <laughs> this was exactly what I was trying to get you to talk about. Uh, yes. Uh, so one, uh, and I learned this yesterday. They added like a billion seasons of the Power Rangers. So I'm nice, all nice. about it because it's been a long time. Uh, and I know they had like the first season a really long time ago. But this is like all the additional seasons, the one from when I was a kid and then the one that I was older and now I'm going to go back and watch and be like, I remember this. It's just an excuse for me to watch <laughs> Power Rangers all day. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, why not? Avatar, The Last Airbender, and I think The Legend of Korra, but I could be wrong about that one. Are both on? Um, If The Legend of Korra is four seasons, yeah. then yes. Okay, it is. So those are both on. Yes, they added the four seasons of the animated show. It's so good. I the Avatar the Last Airbender is one of the one of the finest works of animation like ever. If you haven't watched it, it's a great series. Um it's only three seasons, it's not super long. It has a great conclusive ending. Like it's just a good, well rounded show. I guess I guess you're trying to make the case pretty clearly that I need go to go watch see it. it go see. I don't really want to, but it sounds like I have to. Is it is it better than Ronan? Probably, Warriors? definitely. You're lying. Yeah. That's how I know you're lying. There are no animes better than Ronan Warriors because it was the greatest American anime in the history of the universe. Nickelodeon. It's not even Japanese. It's the greatest American anime. Ronan, Ronan Warriors. Warriors. Wait, what's the greatest American anime ever made? Ronan Warriors. The only answer is Ronan Warriors. That's right. It's like, um, there's a terrible movie called Airheads. Okay. okay? Uh, first of all, the cast is amazing. It's Steve Buscemi, uh, Adam Sandler, and Brendan Fraser. Oh, those cast is awesome. Are a metal metal band. And their demo uh, they keep mailing it in like to different labels and radio stations for their big break, and nobody will do it. So they hear the ra- the rock radio station in town is converting over to <laughs> easy listening. Nice. So they take over the radio station with fake guns, like water guns. Um, and then. They are holding the radio stations hostage until they play the demo. Well, his girlfriend was so mad at him, she throws the demo out the window of the car. So they have to go find the demo, bring it back to the station. They play the station, and uh, but they're like, so let me get this straight. You guys thought that y'all were just going to mail your tape into a radio station. Someone was gonna, Someone was going to pull it out of the mail, look at it, think, hey, we should play this on the air. And you guys were just going to become millionaires? And they were like, well, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> well, duh. 
Um, <laughs> the movie's hilarious. It is a hilarious movie. It's called Airheads. You need to check it out. Um, but in there, uh, I don't remember the guy. It's some rock persona, and I don't know who it is. But I think it, I think they, I think they say Iggy, and they go, "Who would win in a guitar battle, Iggy or God?" Because they're testing if somebody's a true metal fan. The guy goes, oh, well, Iggy. And they go, wrong trick question. Iggy is God. God. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what, uh, Ronald Warriors is. Trick question. It's just Ronald Warriors. It's the best American anime. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is just always Ronald Warriors. Like I can't explain the entire plot of a movie, CC. Joke. So I can get my one yeah. joke in. Listen, this is Nerd Thug Radio, where we make three-minute jokes. We tell three-minute stories to get a one-second <laughs> joke. Go one-line joke. <laughs> yeah, because no joke is too great or too small to die on. Are we really going to die on this hill? Absolutely. If we need to. <laughs> To be clear, you guys will. As a commanding officer, I'm obligated to survive and tell your story. Punch your boss in the face, though. Or my boss, I guess. <laughs> yeah. When they get off the plane, keep in mind they've been in a prison for a month in that movie. When they get off the plane, the commanding officer's like, I'm going to put in for a medal for each and every one of them. And the commanding officer's like, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can't put in a medal for a guy who got a, <laughs> a guy who's been in the Congo prison for 30 days. Like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of funny stuff in that movie. Like they're very Irish, so they keep asking for uh, help, reinforcements, and ammo, and whiskey. Mm, very Irish. And so, like as they're arguing about stuff, he keeps also checking on the whiskey. Where are my reinforcements? We're gonna be overrun. And then like, oh, well, we can't do anything, blah, 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 blah. And where's my whiskey? <laughs> I just thought it was... Now, that's on its way, right. actually. True. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, the clubs in Ireland literally delivered beers to people's houses during the quarantine. God. That's amazing. Um, So there were two different strip clubs in America that came up with two different plans. One did a drive-through strip club. That's a market... Drive yeah. through strip clubbing. That actually, you know what? Now that we've said it out loud, that is the married man's, the unhappy married man's right. best friend. And the thing about that is, like, you could, you could theoretically also build with a car wash. I just got, I just was sent through a car wash yesterday. Yeah. Um, and then another one did a food delivery service with topless women. So the dancers delivered the food to That's you. Weird. They have terrible food. Well, I think like, they would pick up like like, like, like you do burrito situation. Yeah, exactly. They would go to the restaurants you wanted. Um, they actually were calling it Uber Eats for the first day, and Uber Eats got mad at. Them. I mean, I wouldn't. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, if I was Uber Eats, I would actually merge with them. You're right. <laughs> All right, you're in. We're going to give you 10% of the stock of the company. Your girls ride with our drivers now. <laughs> I 
I think I think it's brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah, strip clubs. You know, they they tried to make their way through the uh, Corona apocalypse pandemic as well as everyone else, and <laughs> drive-throughs and deliveries were two of the options. You know, you never, you never human. You really don't. Well, also here in Texas, uh, they eased restrictions on to-go drinks from bars uh, for restaurants. I mean, that's nothing new, I feel like. A lot of people are like, well... You're not supposed to go your, your drink yeah, at a you're restaurant. Definitely not supposed to. That's one of the rules. But they're like, you know, they can't sit inside. <laughs> like, we shouldn't stop them or whatever. Right, exactly. Um, it, I saw people posting pictures where they like they went to like drive through daiquiri places who were just taping the bottles of liquor to the outside of the cup of the like fruit shavings, you know. Like we weren't even pretending anymore. It was a joke long, long ago, and now we're just now this is just real. This is what. Yeah. Now we're just now we're just gonna go ahead and do drive through alcohol. And that sounds like one of the things now here in Texas that they've just kind of I don't think they're gonna put that one back in the back. Now that they've let it out, I don't think they're gonna put it back. Hey everyone, stop doing the thing I was doing. Yeah. That thing everyone loved, we're gonna get rid of it now. Never a good sign. It, it, it almost just sounds like a punishment if you take yeah, it away like, now. This is absurd. People are going to be mad, right? There is no justice. <laughs> They're, you know, already doing that for their masks. Um, when we come back, I've got a story I'm going to share with you of a viral video going. Oh, I hate that sentence. A viral video going viral? A video going viral? Is that really what I'm supposed to say? Um, oh. I don't like that sentence, though. Uh, anyway, it's another, it's, a, it's another person who feels like they don't need to wear a mask. Uh, and then we will have, we'll have some more Nerd Thug Radio come your way. Stay tuned. This is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep, to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together, even maybe some some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys, and they want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so. Uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeout uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food, 
if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Nerd Thug Radio, to 104.5, 106.1, these sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Hanging out here on this Monday afternoon, and little brother Nico and myself just doing the Nerd Thug thing. What's uh, what's going on, man? How'd you enjoy that break? I was all right. You know, it was pretty average. Oh, okay. What was your favorite part? Uh, probably the show for our great sponsor, for The Adventure Begins. All right. That was spoken like a true capitalist. I like it. I respect your integrity. Um, it's it's not expensive, but it's nice. Thank you. <laughs> it's something I worked really hard for. <laughs> oh man! So I guess there's a place called Gendel's or G- uh, Gables, maybe. Uh, I don't recognize the name. It starts with a G, and it's a retail chain of some kind. And in this video, the woman. Okay, remember how we were talking about the Freeman the other day who think that they have come up with loopholes for everything and that they can't be asked to, like, show ID and stuff like that? Yeah, the free and a half. Well, whoever they think they are. The flat earthers, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this woman thinks she's found the loophole for masks. All right. Okay. She's the, she's the flat earther, free loader, whatever we said, for, for masks. Are you ready? Free masker, if you will. A free masker, yes. Uh, so she, we'll call them free basers. Oh, is that being used? Oh, my, my bad, my bad. Um, so she's recording herself. So obviously she wants to, you know, make a point. And listen, people now have picked up on the social cue, right? Like if you have a phone out in front of your face as you go to make a grand announcement to somebody, we now know you're trying to go viral right like that's what we know what's up now yeah you're you're baiting you're fishing for whatever fight you want Bait. you, you are baiting baiting is exactly the right way and let me tell you first of all this dude working the door handles it like a champion he is the thor god of thunder of working the door and handling folk okay like he, i prefer heimdall he's the guardian of the door anyways he does mind the Rainbow Bridge. This guy, and he sees it coming. He sees it all. So he is Heimdall. You're right. He is the white Heimdall. Okay? All right? And on top of that, they're blaring Michael Jackson, and he's just dancing as he's cleaning carts. Like, he is living his best life, and the woman hates him for it. But so she walks up, and she thinks she has outwitted the system. Are you ready for uh, her, her move here? All right. What's the play? She says... Uh, they said, oh, uh, you don't have a mask. I'm sorry, but masks are required to come in. And she says, oh, well, I have a medical condition that prevents me from wearing a mask. And per HIPAA laws, you can't ask me to disclose any more information beyond that. So I would like to come in and shop. And they said, well, you can't. However, we will 
literally have one of our employees shop for you if you would like. And this is her reply to that. Um, I'm trying to buy some personal things, and I wouldn't. I don't want you guys to aid in that process. So again, I'm gonna need to come into your store. And the guy's like, I can't do it. So if you'd like to speak to the manager, I'll go get him. But I can't. She goes, okay, yes, I would love to speak to your manager then. And she's she's already trying to do the, I'm outside of the gimbals at, you know, Fair Street and Sunside or whatever. It's something California. Um, and so. California, California Road. Yeah. So the manager comes out and first of all, big dude like this guy does not work at what i would assume is like a lame version of target okay and he comes out there and he's like yeah how can i help you ma'am and so she tries the same thing i have a medical condition that prevents me from wearing a mask and per hippo you're not allowed to ask me any questions about it and he goes okay well unfortunately you can't come in the store he says well you're discriminating against me and he says no ma'am i'm accommodating you by providing you with a shopper if you'd like one and she's like, ah, well, I'm buying personal items and I'm not comfortable just giving that, you know, to you guys. And he goes, well, we're going to ring it up anyway. Great. And that's when it hits me like, yeah, there's nothing like cashier. She thinks she's being clever. Oh, dude. Yeah. This just in, if we don't know what you're buying, you're shoplifting. Like, <laughs> This is not some sort of clever workaround that you think it is. <laughs> I was literally watching her try and like carrying her way into this place, and he's he's not having it. He's like, "No, ma'am, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do to accommodate you. Then, like, I'm offering you a shopper, and you're refusing, it, and that is the alternative for someone in your situation. And I apologize. I can't help you beyond that. Literally, just go somewhere. Yeah." And she's like, so you're discriminating against me. And he's like, no, ma'am, I'm offering you a shopper. You're refusing it. Uh, and she's like, you're going to get sued. And he goes, well, that's okay. I'm all right with that. I tried my best. There's nothing more I can do. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best response to someone telling you you're going to get sued I've ever heard in my whole life. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But you're going to get sued. That's okay. That's all right. We had a good run. <laughs> right. If someone's willing to take everything, they're gonna fight for it. But you know what? That's not here now. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll pass. I'll just uh, I'll power through. <laughs> it honestly was. Um... First of all, it's dumb on her part. That's not going to be the workaround anyone thinks it is. It's back to that free man flat earther stuff that we were talking about. The the fake mumbo jumbo where someone thinks they found a loophole that doesn't exist. As stated in the Constitution and freedom, it's like, that's not real. Yeah, it doesn't actually, that's not like some sort of like UN recognized document. And by the way, if you're recognizing a UN document, you might want to recognize the law of the land. <laughs> Believe in the law of the land. The law of the land is not holy land because they are not a part of the land. They're a part of the world. They don't, I don't even know what that means. It doesn't mean anything. It's my point. It feels like a Michael Jackson song lyric. It does. We're part of the world. And everyone loves each other. And then like, uh, 
someone else comes on and they sing another part. And then it's like a We Are the World, We Are the Children, 2012 or something. 2012, where the world ended. Yeah, ended the Maya yeah, well, calendar. He's, you know, he's been dead a while, so. I think he was still alive in 2012. I don't actually know when he died. When did he die? Like 2009. Oh. Really? I'm pretty sure. That's awkward. Yeah, because like I think his ten year ten year anniversary was like twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen. I don't know. Hold on. I don't know. Dwayne Michael N J Jackson died. Nine. Yeah, it was right. June twenty fifth, two thousand nine. That's crazy. I mean, it's been eleven years since I waited tables. Did Michael Jackson die when you were waiting tables? Yeah, I was waiting tables. I was actually at work when that news broke. I was finishing up, cleaning up my section. I was the, like, Is that why you stopped waiting tables? Late lunch. Late, I can finally become the pop sensation that Michael Jackson's gone. Now, now that he's vacated the throne, I could take it. I went right from work to the studio, and that's when we recorded uh, Apple Bottom Jeans with Nelly. Um, <laughs> so... Little known fact. Little known I'm, fact. I am the hit maker. Corey DLG. I used to do this thing with my friends where I would tell them fictional stories as though I was on one of those VH1s and I helped co-write songs that are songs that are like no one's asking the story for. Right, yeah. Like I'd be like, Brittany and I were in the studio and we were messing around and we really needed to find that sound for her hit single. And we just needed to introduce her with something. We were still trying to figure out, like, what is a Britney Spears? And so we just were messing around with some different things. And we had different guys come in and just kind of test some different things. And we we wound up with a, uh, with, uh, I think it was Swiss Beats was in the room. And we had a, uh, uh, like, a like, a hit it. And so then it was kind of like, oh, what about, like, hit me? And I was like, oh, what about, like, one more time? And the next thing you know, we had, we really, we workshopped it and, we got to uh, hit me, baby, one more time, which was obviously rather successful for us as a team. Like, of course, <laughs> it's just dumb because, like, the stories on any of those songs can't be anywhere near that interesting. No. Um, I guy wrote this, and then Teen Sensation X sang over it. It made a billion dollars. The end. Well, Mandy Moore uh, was on Howard Stern about a year ago and was talking about how when she was a pop star, she's had a weird career, by the way, a lot of turns in her career, pop star, movie star, TV star, uh, in like various orders and times. Um, But she was talking about how the song Candy doesn't make any sense to her now as an adult, and it didn't make sense to her as a teenager because she wasn't into those kind of things. It was talking about you know, young love and sex or whatever. And she was like, I didn't know any about that. Like (laughs) I had no idea. Um, (laughs) And so there, she's sitting there telling the story about how finally she just goes, I just don't know. I didn't even write it. Some other person even wrote it. Like, I don't know anything about candy. Like, I don't even know. (laughs) I just sang the song. Literally don't even know. They just paid me to sing a song. And you start thinking like, what a weird gig that's got to be. That's a lot of people's gigs. There's people who just paid me to sing career. someone else's. 
to write and sing music are two different things. And you're totally correct on that. And I think it's Ed Sheeran who, like, he had a friend who was was on hard times, and so he gave her a co-writing credit on one of the songs that became one of the biggest songs of his. Um, And so, like, just that one song changed her life. Right. Like, I should be co-writer for more things. Can you imagine, though, just getting royalty checks from a song like... Uh, there's a movie with Hugh Grant. Before we get into that, oh, okay. Uh, has his son, who's a baby, he's like one or two years old, as like a producer on like his like the, his like second, not his last album, but the one before it. Uh, that means that there's a bunch of checks in that baby's name, right? For tax purposes, correct. <laughs> Let's clear something up. DJ Khaled spent that money. Them Jordans may be size 22 for me, but they bought by my baby. <laughs> my baby's money. Here's my he baby's girl in size baby. 22 one day. <laughs> Your baby turns four and is like, listen, I spoke to a CPA in an accounting firm. And DJ Khaled's like, say what? You did what? Yeah. Oh, did you ask your mother for this? <laughs> no, I had to organize via my lawyer. Your what? <laughs> Listen, I need you to focus, DJ. We've got everything together here, and it seems I'm missing about $17 million. Now, I'm sure this is an accounting error, so I'll give you to the end of the day to correct it. I will serve you a subpoena if you don't. Thank you. Have a good day, DJ. Also, uh, consumed <laughs> by the McDonald's, I really need some apple slices. And we'll run a low on Gushers, bro. A little on the check, check the pantry. Check the pantry. Somebody moved from the top shelf. I can't get none. <laughs> like, it's like I already produced four hours by the age of six. Well, in a far less funny note, but a very true story, you know, parents are not above using their children's information for different reasons. Um, I do have a friend, someone I know, I should say, not necessarily a friend, someone I know, whose parents bought the house in the kid's name when he was, like, nine months old. <laughs> what? So when we were in our 20s, he found out he had, like, amazing credit and didn't know why, and it's because he's got all this house equity in his name. It's so random. Why would they do that? And it's because because they had destroyed their credit already. And so by they committed some fraud and bought a home in his name. Hey, man, that baby has great credit. Well, um, I believe it's Jesse Carter, little brother to Nick Carter of one of the boy bands. Uh-huh. Uh, who, he was also a teen act of his own. Like, he had his own band, but he was the front of it. So instead of being in a boy band, he was like Jesse Carter band yeah. or whatever. And when he turned uh, 19, he basically owed... Uh, it was either like 400 grand in taxes or he needed to report his parents for fraudulent activity. So he was like, either I send my parents to jail or I raise and pay 400 grand in taxes. Ooh. That's a bad day. Yeah, that's like the worst version of that story. <laughs> yeah. So apparently he put together the money, but he's been like, like, he felt like he's been behind ever since. So there was a 
there used to be the show on MSNBC. There was one called The Prophet, which I love, where the guy goes into the businesses and he like resuscitates them and he helps them and he buys a part of them and he makes money and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's great. Uh, then right after him, for a little while, they had, what, I don't remember what they called it, the personal accountant or something. I don't remember. Anyway, he would help families and groups and people fix their financial lives. He would sit down with them and just go over the numbers and the math and all of that. And uh, <laughs> he he was the one that was helping Jesse Carter. Like that was like his weird celebrity edition was Jesse Carter. And Jesse Carter was talking about how like he just he, he felt like he was always behind the eight ball after that because like it took him three years to raise the four hundred grand and then on top of that like income on the new years so like there was already new tax bills that he still owed on like that kind of thing yeah. And so he was talking about how it was like really a struggle to get caught up and then to ever feel like he was ahead or comfortable after that. So this was a dude living like in an apartment who was like scheduling like club appearances for money, trying to get right with the IRS. Such a weird thing. But he still wanted to feel famous. So he had like an assistant and a manager who was like booking stuff and the the money guy had to be like i don't feel like your booker does enough i don't feel like your manager does enough like they either need to do way more or you need to do what little they're doing right either you're going to do it yourself or they're going to do three times as much yeah cuz he was like they're not really doing a lot like they didn't pre-set up they didn't get like he was still booking stuff even though he had both of them and he was paying them cash like, they were getting, like, a check at every event. I'm famous. <laughs> it does seem like a weird thing to be into. But having known some bands and different people and, you know, the, the weird tangential connections I've had through all of this stuff, like, it's a very real situation when you... You need someone to handle stuff like booking and stuff. Shoot, we need somebody to help us with stuff like that. Like we get overwhelmed with those kind of things, um, and it's it's a hard thing to get. But it's even harder to get good help at a at a real price. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but like he had to basically. Then it comes out that he, the manager was his best or the booker was his best friend. You know, kind of a deal. And so then he's like, I don't want to fire Todd. Like, Todd, Todd's been with me for like 12 years and like we grew up together. He's like my best friend. And he's like, well, Todd's not doing a job, though. Todd's just going with your places and you pay him money to do so. Right. Todd was like, oh, I can't go on that. I've got a thing Thursday. And Jesse's like, uh, I pay you. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah, you right. you in the door. It's fine. He's like, I, I'm pretty sure I got me in the door because of who I am. <laughs> I'll buy it. I'll buy the. I'll buy the VIP in. Like, what, oh, it's two hundred. Oh, I can do like no, one. Never mind. Then. See, no, never down mind. a little bit. Yeah, tell them. Tell them it's you. You're Jesse. You call them, and tell them it's you, and then tell them that I'll pay like one twenty five when we get there. <laughs> No, I'm trying to have a little extra spending money. I'm just trying to make sure like I have money there to have a good time with. You know? People are the worst, man. <laughs> they just are. They just are. And um, 
Yeah. Man, I miss the prophet. I wish that guy would come back. I don't know what he's doing. Where's that show? He's at? like, all right, I've made enough money. I'm done. Well, like, it's got to be harder and harder now to find business. Like, a lot of people lie to him now. In the last couple seasons, he's had a lot of people where, like, what they say on paper isn't what actually is there. Um, he he went to one where it was like RV trailers. They were making like custom mobile homes on trailers. Cool. It it was an interesting setup. However, he basically he finds out that the business is basically working project to projects. Like if sales were to ever stop, there's not enough money coming in to get caught up and ahead. So they're using the cells from house A, or they're using the cells from house B to finish building house A so they can deliver it. And then the cells from house C finish house B so they can deliver it kind so of thing. It's like a Ponzi scheme. Uh, except it does deliver a, a finished product. But yes, it, it needs someone else's money to keep doing that. And so then he's like, well, where are your profit and loss numbers? I thought you guys said y'all did you know, a million dollars two years ago. And last year you, you, you did like 120 grand. Like there should be positive cash or like, where is this? And they're like, Oh yeah. Those numbers were kind of based on just some like rough estimates. Yeah. So they're like somehow our business 99%. Oops. Yeah. Whereas maybe we said we did a million dollars two years ago. We meant we, did a million in revenue. We did like thirty grand in profit. I made like sixty <laughs> bucks, and then like I got free food one time. <laughs> like the numbers just didn't; they just weren't existing at all. And he's like, "This is so dumb. I can put these in Granger and make a ton of money. Like, get your life's right." But <laughs> it's just interesting to watch how people try and make him the bad yeah, guy. Like- what are you talking reality, about, dude? And like pangolins, like dun, 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 dun. yeah. And he did one with uh drive-through pizza. Okay, Little Caesars type deal. Drive-through though, so like you don't oh, even yeah, get out of the car. Caesar's drive-through. It's not that far from my house. Yeah, they have a what? whole window. It used to be a barbecue place. Don't ask me why they had a drive-through. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's awesome. But anyway, like, but it's family run, mm-hmm. and there's three of them, and the two sons like each own a different one, and then one of the sons like gets his taken away from him by the dad because the dad doesn't appreciate how he talks to him. I'm taking your pizza like, establishment away. It's like that's not how that works, sir. He is in his late twenties. This is theft. What are you, the mob? And the kid's like, I, you know, I guess I just need to let him have it. Like, there's no point in arguing with him about it. Because if I don't let him have it, then he's just never, I'm never going to hear the end of it. And I was like, wow. That is not how you do business. I think that's why the show stopped existing. <laughs> he was just tired of helping all these crazy people. Uh, he might have been. His producer wasn't. His producer was funny. They would do the behind-the-scenes episodes. She was this bigger lady, but she would get on there and she'd be like, this is a good one. And you could see how annoyed he was, but you could see how much yeah. she enjoyed it. And <laughs> she's like, this is good TV. And he's yeah, like, this he's is like, terrible. He's like, these people were a nightmare to deal with. Their financials were a mess. I had to do so much stuff. She was like, hey, we're going to go. Yeah, this is a good episode, though. This is a good episode. Uh, speaking of a good episode, we're going to go ahead and end it on that note because this has been a great episode. 
of Nerd Thug Radio. So uh, on behalf of little brother Nico and myself, and of course on behalf of the Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More, and I want to remind everybody to shop local, stay local, wash your hands, stay healthy, be kind, be generous to each other, and help each other out in these hard times. Um, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. Make sure to be like uh, posting screenshots of you subscribing and reviewing to win free pizza or keychains or hero clicks. We're going to have three different contests going on this week. And, of course, like we said at the top of the show, congratulations to Donnie Williams, a.k.a. Donnie Utah. It pays to play. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Have a great week, and we'll see you on Thursday. Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio. Going to tell you guys about my friends, The Adventure Begins, comics, games, and more. Located right there on 1488 in Conroe. Right now, they're not open, but the Facebook page is active. They are still working every day to keep to keep their inventory going. They're building a website. They, they're working on some events behind the scenes that they can hopefully still put together. Even maybe some, some internet-based things that they're working on. Uh, but they're, they want to stay connected with the community. They want to stay connected with you guys. and They want to keep serving the community in any way they can during these trying times. So reach out to facebook.com backslash, uh, I believe it's The Adventure Begins. If not, just check the search bar, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and more. We often link to them so you can see them on our page. Just reach out, and if you can support them at all, go ahead and do so uh, as everybody kind of goes through this great pandemic opportunity. Uh, thanks and be safe, guys. Hey, Conroe, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so take out uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.